2: Rise and shine, St. Louis. It's the Ryan Kelly Morning After on KPNTFM HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. At the Morning After STL on YouTube and on
1: TMASTL.com. With Tim McKernan, Doug Vaughn, Iggy Strode, The Plowboy, and Action Jackson.
2: 707 in St. Louis, you're listening to the Ryan Kelly Morning After. Welcome, friends, to the Michelob Ultra Studios. Timothy Michael McKernan. Jackson Burkett is sitting in Doug's chair. Doug is vacationing in the Hamptons today. Kenneth, you. Sure, the Plowhawk, and I assume KG and O' Town is in the Horton Watkins Sekman Studios today. They the Sekman Studios today?
1: They are. Go Jaguars! Fight. Jaguars. Jaguars.
3: Beat. Fox. Who they probably? Oh, are, is Fox the Foxes? Nice. War, uh, commanders. Used to be Warriors. Yeah.
2: I'm glad they fixed that.
3: Yeah. Long I was overdue.
2: explaining that to my son last night, and he, up said, when you're doing he said, "But father, why?" I was ready to leave the country until they changed that. Uh, He's going to leave the country, but now they've changed it. He will still be here, but Jackson and KG and O-Town will not be tomorrow. They are headed to Las Vegas. We are 24 hours away from departure, and all the ass in Las Vegas is nervous.
3: I would say so, Tim. We checked into our flight already, 6, oh, 10 a.m. Oh, how you do? Did you get an A group? A-41, A-42. Oh, wow, also hard university. Which makes me think it's not going to be a full flight, because usually when you check in, even if you check in right on the button, you usually get like a B-30 situation, yeah. because you can like pay to get the oh, yeah, checked in before. So it makes me think it's not a very full flight, Wednesday, 6 a.m. to Las Vegas. Yeah, you guys
2: will probably have a row to yourselves.
3: we assumed so. Snuggle up. Yeah, so six ten. Hands. So during the show tomorrow... You know, it's 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 me and KG are useless to you boys. We are uh, we are up in the air and, and useless. So I have all the faith in the world in the Plowhawk. Trust Plow.
0: No, I got. I, I mean, I like to surprise people from time to time. Nothing, and I, think I, I put my apron on, roll yep. up these sleeves, and flat get to work.
3: That's what you're going. You're going to put your apron on, tomorrow? Yeah. You're going to wear an apron. Yeah, I, I did I mean, say a I mean, smock. Yeah, and then I'll be back uh, Thursday and Friday. Yep. I'll be uh, on, the, on the presentation live in so Vegas. So,
2: but, I mean, you're really not on the show all that much when you're here, but now you're going to be on the show just sitting there from Las Vegas. Is that what, is that what the plan is?
3: Yeah, chiming in with my, you know, little takes and little comments. Story time. Keeping it to my homeboys. I don't and, uh, host the
1: show, and I have no control over it, but, I mean, I don't think anybody would be upset if you didn't get up at 5 o'clock in the morning to come on and talk every – Eight minutes, ten minutes, twenty minutes.
3: Right, but the company that's that's putting me up would okay. would like me to to be on the presentation. Okay. Nice, Jackson.
2: Iggy's withdrawn that.
3: <laughs> oh, let's sure yeah, like, <laughs> act like that the didn't even happen. To it. <laughs> Back to you, Steve.
2: Uh, foot shoulder is our first text three one four eight eight one TMA five. That's the EDF Group text inbox. Come on in, friends. They used to be known as Engineer Design Facilities, but now they are the EDF Group. Go online at the dot com. They're one throat to choke for all your data needs. Uh it's EDF. Used to be Engineer Design Facilities, but it's not anymore. The EDF group Uh says Southwest dropped the early bird the other day. What does that mean? Like they you can no longer fly out at six in the morning? Is that what the uh, foot shoulder? Is that uh, accurate? What's going on? Where's my nurse?
3: I think he's talking about the early bird check-in that you can pay oh, for Oh, really? Which would be shocking to me. Why? That's I wonder a what the maker. reasoning
2: was. Yeah, hundred percent. That's just taking money off the top line.
3: Because it's like what twenty bucks extra, and you can get early check-in like that. A uh, like, foot
2: shoulder, you've piqued my curiosity.
3: Right. Usually, it's just
2: the uh, cockpits that get sent in. So yeah. this is uh, this is this is neat. This nice is fun. change of pace. It's fun. Yeah. It is a nice change of pace. <laughs> Why? Yeah, I thought it was I thought it was fifteen dollars, and now twenty dollars. That might over? be what it was. Yeah. Uh, that having young children benefits because you get to board in between the a and b groups ah. for the family boarding so i haven't had to worry about that in a while um but uh yeah if you're on, if you're in a c group and you have a cross-country flight pack a lunch because you're going to be in the middle of
3: a couple of gentlemen possibly yeah yeah could be whoever it is but you know you just hope you're not around sky picking i would think at 6 10 a.m we'll avoid sky picking however down to jamaica we had, like, a 5.30 flight, and there was guy picking, so. Oh,
2: that's right. Yeah. Uh, guys, can we get an, a rundown of the extra duties Iggy will be taking on this week with KG KGNO-10 and Jackson out? That's from Jonathan Mardukas. I
0: don't and think it's w- any of your business. They really <laughs> John, there's your answer. <laughs> they love to just destroy Iggy on <laughs> every chance they can. Blousey will do most of it. Wrong.
1: I really don't know how to download the podcast <laughs> and put all that stuff up, so Blousey will be back there. I mean, it's.
0: I'll be bopping. You're be bopping? Know. So, when the show, like, I'll record and when the show does start, I'll make sure to tie up loose ends on the podcast for the hour before. Um, but I'll be back in, you know, kind of monitoring everything. So, I think back. it'll be business as usual, just be a little bit more hectic. But
1: what I'll do if Jackson has something he'd like me to do while he's gone, let's go do his Ask Me. He knows that.
3: Absolutely. We have a very open line of communication on this presentation.
2: Hey, just tuning in, do you guys address the boomer humor crap I sent in? It needs to be tended to? What is this? I don't know what this is. This is Mr. Lick's He's thing. He's
3: asking if we've yeah, tended nice. to something that he brought up. And unprovoked. We've been on
0: air for four minutes. <laughs> we're <laughs>
3: supposed to tend to something else. Yeah, we're,
2: we're celebrating KGN O Town and Jackson going to. Have you lined up any plans yet? I feel like right now this is a very improv trip.
3: I would say that is accurate. But that's because I don't really have any, like, I've never been there. So I'm, I'm a total blank canvas when it comes to the Vegas experience. So I am open to anything. I definitely want to go check out the Strip, see a bunch of different casinos and hotels, uh, try a couple good restaurants, go to the pool situation, see what Circa has to offer in terms of the casino and that sports book, the stadium sports book by the pool. I want to see all that stuff. So really, it's just a, it's more of an exploration trip.
1: Well, you have Heidi Fleiss. Is willing to talked to her the other night? She's You talked to her? She said come on by. You can go by <laughs> look at all of her birds. Now when you say go on that by. That
3: sounds like it's like Madame Tussauds wax museum like just
2: drop in. She lives in like Henderson? Yeah.
1: What right is... the Henderson of some I'm sure it's a you're living in a place with 45 exotic birds. I'm sure it's Which... kind of a
3: Oh, well, that got to have a smell. And it's mm-hmm. almost like I got go a bird house. It's almost worth doing Instagram former... just,
1: to, just to get a picture of a all of her birds and her feeding them with her mouth and things like that. What? That's a little cracker. So in her many mouth words and
2: bird. Wonderful words.
1: She's, no, so she's, she's uh, feeding them with her mouth. I have
2: the best words. She's doing fine.
3: All right. Well, that's certainly something to put on the back burner. You right. know Maybe not if if something's close. Maybe it's like, all right, now we go see Heidi Fleiss and, and her birds.
2: KG at O Town Jackson has said uh, to the dismay of one Jamie Rivers. uh, that there is a 1% chance of him engaging in coitus in Las Vegas. I was uh, candidly stunned by that. Uh, what is your
3: number? Um, 15%. Okay. 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 15%, yeah. Is no. that for me or for, there's, there's for you, sir? Well, yeah, that doesn't count. That's for, that's for me. i put Jackson Moore at 43.7. 43%.
2: 7. Do you guys each have your own rooms?
3: Yeah. Okay, good. We do. So that won't be a problem in terms of, like, putting the sock on the door or anything. But I don't know. Uh, is that a thing?
0: <laughs> that sock could be stolen, right? There's going to be some drunk who's not going to steal that sock or I, bang it. I'd, be, I'd be
3: willing to lose a, uh, a gold toe if it meant uh, I got home. But regardless, uh, that won't be an issue we'll have to worry about. Uh, yeah, I just think 1% is my number. I think I you're being modest. Yeah, I don't understand that. I really don't. <laughs>
2: Jamie Rivers appalled.
3: I think I went uh, with too much of a big head down to Jamaica, and well, uh, that that and that bit me in the ass. To be frank with everybody, well, we were at Sandals, which is a lot of couples, all couples, and
1: we weren't going outside of the resort. Doug was there with Greg Vaughn,
3: right? I think he was
1: single. Look, I don't even have sex anymore, and I'd probably be 75% if I went.
3: Is that right? So, I mean, and that's not paying I mean, for it's, it. It's pretty, yeah. It's pretty simple. Wow. Like, Whether you go,
1: taking the under. Right, it's I just picked up I think we arena. need
0: to get Iggy out there immediately and do a 72-hour canvas.
1: <laughs> no, you, you cruise the smoking section of the slot it's machines. This is pretty easy. There's a lot of loose women going down
2: there. <laughs> <laughs> going down there? Are you talking about Jamaica? Are you talking up about there, over what? there? Wherever you're. Out there? Out left.
3: A lot out left. Loose women. You run an out
2: pattern out to the left.
3: Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't know like I'll go to a club. You know, I guess we're gonna go to a club So that'll be the opportunity. I Let need me. to get you to Dre's Beach Club Dre's Beach Club. Neo's performing with his fedora. Oh, I do like neo in his fedora Let me tell you the
1: gentleman. If you tried you would get laid if you tried All that's right. up to you
2: Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think that I mean again, it depends on what, what our
1: bar is Well, I mean you can get a Fenton one
0: I oh, my God. Is that even on the Richter scale?
1: <laughs> Not on the Rick scale. That's, that's passed out from a slot machine with a cigarette in her mouth.
0: Not
2: my theory, can. Rick really isn't a one-night stand kind of guy. I don't see him trying to bang, and the first step to manifesting a goal is to visualize it, and he isn't visualizing it. Therefore, it's love and hand time. That's from
0: Shrimply Pibbles. Isn't it more expensive out to begin to wine and dine a... In court, a female as an antigen. That's a great question, Plowhawk. What I would tell you is this:
2: is back in the day, I'm a married father, 46 years old now. So I look back on this in past tense. But back in the day, the teens, the aughts, my compadres who had uh, material cash, they would do. There's lines at these places, and some of them are still open for you and and KGO, Town Jackson. And then they would spot the bachelorette parties. And they would already have a table with hashtag bottle service. And the bachelorette parties understand the program. And my compadres with the cash understand the program. And so a subconscious transaction is enacted that if we get the table and you join us, that doesn't mean that people are going to be engaging and eating a little more. It doesn't mean that. But it does mean you're going to be hanging out. And once you are in that area... Uh, And people are good chance doing key bumps, perhaps X. It's conducive to somebody engaging in coitus at one point or another. And usually, let's say there's 10 friends of mine and there's 10 lasses on the bachelorette party over under is three and a half at that moment will engage in swapping bodily fluids. That's that, There it is. There's there's essentially how it works out.
0: But How you laid that out, you got the club. You may need to do a pool in the afternoon. You're talking maybe a dinner. Just depending on the, the situation. The pool in the like...
2: afternoon is a high-risk thing. I've seen Rick come out. Rick has a little trouble with uh, alcohol tolerance. <laughs> and if, if Rick gets a couple boat drinks in him at 3 in the afternoon, Rick might not see 9 o'clock. Yeah. It's true. So I don't think that... That will necessarily be the play. I don't know if there are a lot of hookups. I feel like there's foundation laid at those uh, those afternoon sessions. I'm sure there are some some hookups. Just chats.
3: I, I do agree with the foundation laying. Yeah, the foundation like, laying. It's like you meet somebody, hey, where are you going tonight? And It's like, oh, I'm going to this club. All right, I'll meet you there. And then, then, then you convert. Uh, if you're over the pole, straight out of the, the pool... Yeah, I just don't, I Good don't know, but I mean, at the same Good time,
2: on. I, what the hell would I know, you know, and even, uh, there was, uh, the website, the but oh, we can hear somebody urinating with the sickest flow. Hey, KG, can you hear that in the segment studios on your side?
3: Hold on. No, it's, it's a stopped. Uh, no, I couldn't hear anything at the time. I wonder if it's Rafe. I mean, I know Rafe was one of them. It is not.
2: Interesting. I like playing Guess Who's Urinating. What if we can get that sponsor? <laughs> it's a segment. Yeah. Get a so there's party. a website called TheDirty.com. It's actually where Timberfake's name came from. Yeah. Remember that? Nick Ritchie. Nick Ritchie, friend of the show. He was friends with Mark Mulder. Uh, and that's how I kind of got to know him. And uh, and then he would people would send in pictures from St. Louis, which really fascinated him because of the quote-unquote scene in the mid-2000s. And uh, he had uh, two lasses, and I can't remember their names. I think one was called Alien, and one was called Leopard or something like that. I bet some of you now in your 40s may remember this. This was around 2008. I, fr- I, really do, I, I really do think it was Leopard and Alien, and I actually have them on my phone, still pictures from 2008, in our cabana at the Hard Rock Hotel, may it rest in peace. We were out there to play, like five or six of us were playing the World Series of Poker main event somehow leopard and alien wind up in the cabana and i have pictures of them and they're just they're drinking champagne out of each other's asses hot and also performing uh what i think uh you young types would call now analingus in the cabana yeah this was going on and it was just like And it was a standard, and everybody else is kind of sitting around drinking, and this is going on in the cabana, and I'm going, oh, look, leopard and alien. I really do feel good about that. I think one's right. I'd bet heavily on one being right. I sure
3: hope it's leopard.
2: Leopard and alien. I feel like it. Uh, Just bouncing around in our cabana. I don't even know how they got there. That was also the same trip uh, Andy Dick wound up in producer Joe's bed.
3: And there was some about allergies, and then you wake up, and Andy Dick's bouncing around.
2: Then well, you're Joe like- had a roommate, in fairness, and according to Joe, and I do believe Joe. I mean, here's uh-huh. a man who's very transparent with his landing strip. <laughs> his roommate brought Andy Dick up to the room.
3: No, and I, I get that. I just imagine. Do you believe that? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, it's, I, do, I do believe it's a case. Joe, I was, Joe's I was- not
1: gay. He's not going to ask Andy Dick to come to his room when he's been bopping around in a banana <laughs> hammock
3: all day. Here's where my thing is. Is you wake you you have a problem with allergies? You take medicine and you go to bed and you wake up and Andy Dick is not only in your room <laughs> but bouncing around yeah. with your roommate. You would think, oh, I was given some sort of peyote and not allergy medicine because what is going on? And then you you turn and rear and leave. I assume.
1: <laughs> no, look, I am not saying it's a one hundred percent you are going to hook up with a ten that looks like Holly Sanders or something, Holly Saunders, but I mean, if you want to get laid, there are going to be drunk girls just sloppy drunk, that would be very easy to get back to your room.
3: Right. You there will be they tons a, of those. You think they want a piece of Rick? You well, think they, they want won't, a piece they, of won't, this? they
1: won't know who you are. They won't even be able to recognize you. They'll be so drunk. Ooh, wow, that's a shot at balloon party. For
3: real. Yeah, they'll see me at, on Radio Row at 5 a.m., and they'll say, now that, that's a piece of man I want. Is
1: there a chance, <laughs> and this, this would be just for me, that you just bring a Speedo, No. go to the pool, take a picture, and say this is for you, Jamie Rivers?
3: Nope, I've learned better. I've learned better to, to engage in such activities. Jamie doesn't mind wearing one and putting it on Facebook. Yeah, Jamie also is an ex-NHL enforcer. Uh, I feel like that gives him some sort of credibility in terms of the, uh, on the masculinity scale, whereas as me, someone who's pale as a day is long and just kind of got a real slightly post-pubescent body, mm. is not going to really work. Personally, I just don't, I don't see it necessarily resonating like it does with James. I
2: really Christmas. am surprised. I mean, for real, just two guys who are single in Las Vegas with kind of nothing to do. I know you have to get up and, and sit on hold two days, but I, I just, I, I, I'm really surprised. Like, I think I'd be betting on you.
3: And I appreciate that. I but, really do. But You've lost action before on uh, betting on me. What? To what did I lose on? Well, in Jamaica, I was. I, but Iggy, you don't try. That's not true.
2: Look at that, Iggy's telling you
1: about <laughs> not trying. I mean, <laughs> if anybody <laughs> tried, would know. Why right? do you try in Jamaica. Try from the horse's mouth? <laughs> you <laughs> got sea blocked one night, but. Um,
3: what were you trying in Jamaica? I was just well. I was wheeling and dealing, baby. Where <laughs> he was, was,
2: I do feel like he was trying.
3: I was wheeling. And I do dealing. feel. I
2: actually do feel like he was. No, trying. No, I didn't hang out with you much at
3: night, but. Yeah, you retired to your chamber somewhat early. Well, and I, I'm
2: tired, <laughs> and would yell down at divorcees yeah, as they passed. I almost had one. Like it right was right.
3: before dinner, and Iggy was gone. <laughs> the cigarette smoke had trailed off into the into the horizon. My concern
2: is that with this being Rick's first Vegas trip, he won't recognize the Vegas hooker signs. That's from Cleavy Wade.
3: I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be really like I'm just gonna be very proactive in keeping an eye out for that because
2: i I think it's pretty obvious. I don't know i mean, I, 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 I suppose be. I'm not a veteran of prostitution um buddy of mine digitally stimulated a hooker in the booth at Mr lucky's uh which struck me as an odd transaction if you if you really take a step back for uh, for as Mike Claiborne would say, a number of reasons.
3: Sounds like the beginning of a memoir.
2: Well, just like, oh, what, ha- what wound up happening with the hooker? And he goes, well, so-and-so wound up, you know, playing Hey Diddle Diddle in the booth. I thought, wow, what a strange thing. I assume she didn't charge you for that, because, like, she's, she's, oh, you know, if we're, run- if we're running a PL, yeah. you've got the expense, and she's got the, the revenue. But, I e- e- listen, you know what we don't do on this show? Kink shame. We do not, but, Tim. What we do on this show is we celebrate the wonderful sponsors, and you can send in emails for the design, air, heating, and cooling email of the day. Holy moly. Iggy, we were talking about it on our way uh, right before the program. Been doing this program now for 19 years. Maybe it's happened. Maybe it's happened. But whether I was living on Washington Avenue or where I've lived now for the last decade, opening up uh, the door of my chambers... And seeing the windows looking like a sauna at 5.30 in the morning, I don't recall ever seeing it. It's had to have happened, but for some reason, this is standing out to me as unique. These conditions are penal for the players. And if you run into an air conditioning situation worse than what Wacko did yesterday, he did again. I feel like he had it happen a month or so ago. And Seth Goldcamp was on top of it. Seth Goldcamp of Design Air Heating and Cooling and his wonderful staff. If you run into an air conditioning problem, sweet mother of mercy, go to DesignAirService.com and they will be out there quick, fast, in a hurry, even with as hot as it is. I thought we were going to dodge a bullet yesterday w- because it was cloudy, but uh, I stepped outside around 5 <laughs> o'clock cause I was like, I think maybe I'll go up to Family Golf. And I'm going, oh my God, I don't it was know. A sauna. I don't think
1: I don't think I can do it. No, it doesn't matter with the sun because the humidity is so high. Oh, it's hot! Um, I, I, I mean, i I usually smoke in my bathroom when it's too cold outside. You smoke Jack? <laughs> I, I couldn't. Bathroom. I couldn't step outside yesterday. I mean, it's like it hits you, and my glasses fog up. And uh, so I was going to go outside before I went to bed to smoke when, like, nine thirty, and it was ninety-one degrees. Oh my god! Ninety-one, no. and the heat index was hundred and seven at nine o'clock at night. I mean, the humidity is just brutal. So, yeah,
2: check on your pets and elderly. Hey, Amen, And your AC. And if uh, you run into a problem, you go to designairservice.com. That's design air, heating, and cooling. Jackson, you're going to Las Vegas. You're going to Circa, brother. You and KG and O-Town at Circa in about 26 hours. You'll be ponied up.
3: Uh, I can't wait. Where really, do you see
2: that sports book? Forget yeah, about it.
3: I can't wait. And you know the high when we're out there the entire time will be like eighty three degrees. Is that
2: right? The high in Las Vegas in August?
3: Yeah, is in the eighties. Oh, what it's gonna whole, be like at night. Let me take a gander. The she whole time dumb. we're gonna be out there, it's gonna be in the eighties. Yeah, we're gonna be out at Circa Sports Book. And if you're heading out there here before the football season gets underway, let me suggest two major contests they got going on right now at Circa Sportsbook. With 14 million in guaranteed prizes. First up, Circa Million, six million in guaranteed prizes. It's one thousand per entry, max of five entries per person. You must register in person at Circus Sportsbook in Nevada, where KG and Ota and I will be tomorrow. Pick five teams against the spread every week. Winner takes home $1 million. They also have the Circus Survivor Pool with $8 million guaranteed to the winner or winners. 1000 per entry, max of 10 entries per person. Pick one team straight up every week to win. If the team loses or ties, the entry is eliminated. You can only pick each team once in a season. Go twenty and no or be the last person standing to win. This is all available over at Circa Sportsbooks and weekly picks that we made through a proxy that register with from anywhere. Fourteen million in guaranteed prizes. Go check it out, just like o Town and I will be doing tomorrow.
2: There it is. It is Circa Sportsbook, new sponsor here on TMA. We welcome them aboard just like Michael is the sponsor of the J. Randolph Junior Fan Page Club Championship. A dogtown tie, Kevin Roth, when are you boys playing? I assume you're not playing this week. Yeah, in these conditions. Um, I'm legitimately curious about that one. Usually, I feel like kind of had a feeling Dogtown Tie was live to beat Gee. I have no idea on this one, I haven't seen either one of them play, so I have, but, they're, but they're about even. And all I know is both have been Kingslayers this year. So, well, I'm telling you, Well, let me know,
1: DM me. You will be there. One of you two, I'll go out, yeah, I'll bring the trophy out. I'm gonna watch that match, it's gonna be a good match. Uh, now next week, I mean, after Saturday. I've never seen a change like this. I mean, you oh, got, I got five it. straight days of 115 heat index. Saturday, sunny and
2: 83 with a low of 69. Oh, pony. So back to normal on Saturday. Nice. There it is. Uh, and, Jackson, I'm seeing temperatures of 90, 95, 93, 97, and 101 over the next four days. In- I so looked I yesterday.
3: It said 83, 84 was going to be the high. This is on Apple weather. Yeah, that's
2: your mistake.
1: What's amazing, when I lived in Reno, you would have days, it would be 89, 90 degrees in the day, and at night it would be like 42. Yeah, deserts. Great. You would it's go like from that. air conditioner to heat at night.
3: Maybe it's changed. over. T- I looked yesterday, and uh, that's, that's, that's what I heard.
2: 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbohydrates. It's Michelob Ultra Studio Sponsor here on TMA. Get involved by texting in 314 That is the EDF group text inbox. Call in six three six nine zero zero four tma Actually, see somebody on hold.
0: That's a stunning thing. Plawhawk, who is it? Uh, somebody's on with KG right now. KG's somebody... just doing
2: his own thing back there, like producer Joe used to. Has Mitch a red morning.
0: slash through it, meaning he is currently
3: talking to. <laughs> wow, I'm gonna go Steven Wildwood. Go Steve Wildwood. Boys, we got a live one. My God, Tucker. Tucker? Really? Tucker, line one. Oh announcing that he's Tucker. God.
2: <laughs> Tucker, good
3: morning. Uh, Welcome to the program.
2: The
4: What's up,
2: boys? How we doing? <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, Jackson, who goes by Rick when he gets a little uh, booze in his system, and KG and O-Town are heading to Las Vegas in 24 hours. I'm sure you can provide some tips.
4: Well, I heard I heard you guys were going out there. That's wild. Um, and I had a drought, in lesbianism right. uh, viewings uh, until last Friday. What and, happened? Uh, the well opened up. It opened up. We uh, Well, I'll, I'll start where I start here. Went out to uh, Williamsport, Pennsylvania.
3: Ah, Little League Mexico. World Series. Hotbed of lesbian <laughs> activity.
4: I went to the Little League World Series uh, last week, and there were quite a few um, what I would not call lipstick lesbian couples there with their children who were playing and stuff. And, like, I'll tell you what, there is a scene there between the the moms that are the, the softball lesbies and then you got, you know, a lot of softball players out there, too. I don't know what's going on at the barracks or wherever they stay, but I bet it was wild. Nice. That was just the appetizer, though. So I drive back to Baltimore to fly home because Williamsport is in the middle of nowhere, and I mean nowhere. And I drive back to Baltimore, and I said, it's a late night. I'm going to sit at the bar, get a drink, get a bite to eat before my flight back to St. Louis in the morning, and it's a rowdy scene in this the Hilton BWI. Very nice hotel, very nice bar. We're sitting in there. There's these two gals, and they're, well, they're co-workers, right? Well, one of them is definitely high, hardcore, lipstick lesbian, right?
2: Now, how can like, you tell?
4: Well, hold on. I'll get to that. Okay. She, I'll just tell you, before I knew she was into the carpet, she was hot, right? Like, hot. So then there's this convention there, and I don't know what they were selling, dental equipment or something. I have no idea, but it's getting rowdy in there. And these guys start hearing her talk and they just start quizzing her about lesbian stuff. Right. And she is telling them everything, everything. And I'm sitting like catty corner on the bar to this group. So I'm hearing it all. I'm, I'm eavesdropping the entire conversation. And they asked her about the, you know, the thing that rhymes with misting. They asked her about that. Uh, she said that she doesn't enjoy it, but she's done it two or three times, mostly in college. Mm. Uh, she said it, it tends to hurt pretty bad, and she's never had a kid, but she thinks it'll be the closest thing. I don't know if you guys have ever heard that feedback from anyone.
2: No, I haven't. Have uh, you
3: ever heard anything like that? No. Doug's kind of the authority in that department.
2: He's yeah, and he's out today.
4: Yeah. Oh, that's a shame. I wish Doug could talk about that. I know he's dig <laughs> into that. But, you know, Paul, follow- balling up your hand and, oh, I won't go. I won't get you into any trouble. But then they did ask about scissoring, right? So this part was interesting. She said that there's many girls she's been with that it's a huge, huge, huge turn on for But she doesn't get off on it. And she was talking about it real graphically. I mean, including the the secretion and everything else that goes with it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, And I just sat there like a kid in a candy store. And I'll tell you what, it's a good thing my – I was under the bar, if you know what I mean. My legs were down there because, yeah, I was uh, a little excited. Wow!
2: Did you did you wind up engaging with these lasses for the less popular MFF?
4: No, I you know you know I got my wife and kids. I don't do any of that stuff, then, But yep. but I, I did jump in the conversation at a certain after I'd had a few cocktails. I was all in the conversation. You gave your two uh, cents. <laughs> she, she had she had a lot to say, man. She you know the cool thing was is like. I think she saw herself as, like, an ambassador of hot lesbies, right? So, like, (laughs) she just wanted to tell everything. Like, she did not want to hold back. So she was talking about – she said that they – a thing – she's from Pennsylvania, and I guess they have a thing called Fountains of Wayne in the lesbian community, and I'll let you guys use your imagination for what that means. (laughs) But I think it's a pun off the band Fountains of Wayne that had the the hit Stacey's Stacey's Mom. Stacey's Mom, sure. And, and you know, you know the other fact about them, Tim. You're usually good with this stuff.
2: I'm not familiar with anything other than Stacy's mom, Tucker.
4: They were the band that sings all the songs in the Tom Hanks movie, That Thing You Do. So there you go.
2: Oh, is that right? That is a nice little fun fact. Jackson, good or bad?
3: I've never seen that film. Good. Uh, but, but Jackson, I
4: doubt you were born in the fall of '96 when it came
3: out. No, I've seen a lot, of, but I've seen a lot of '90s movies, so that's not out of the realm of possibility.
4: Have you seen Son in Law? Nope. Wow. Tim, you got to work on your
2: guy. Yeah, Rick's going to have a big four days here, and then we're going to come back and we're going to do a boot camp on 90s films after he's That's enjoyed true. the pleasures of
3: Las Vegas. Seen most of the big ones. Um, that thing I, you do is you two really, and a half
4: hours. Lord. Jackson, I want you to really enjoy the pleasures of Las Vegas. I'm I hoping mean, to, man. No, I, I mean, like, you know what I mean. I don't mean, like, going and sitting with a bunch of dudes in a little cocktail lounge at the Aria. I mean, like, the pleasures of Las Vegas. Like, the little, the people that snap the cards on the strip. That's the kind of pleasures I want oh. to to do.
3: Well.
2: Negative EV, by the way.
3: Yeah, I just don't see the Yeah, ups, but I, moments you can treasure forever. Well not hurting forever. that bad. It's not necessarily something. I don't want to make that transaction. What is
2: one thing you want to make sure you do, especially with Tucker on the line here? This guy's seen and done it all.
3: In Vegas? Yeah.
2: One thing, you, you, you I mean, what is the thing that you're not going to get back on that plane Saturday morning without having done?
3: Get some idea of what the pool party scene is like in Vegas. I definitely want to do that. Uh,
2: Which one are you guys going to go to, then?
3: That's a good question, Tim. I guess we're kind of scour and figure it out, you know. It's
2: not the. Uh, I would say probably Win Encore. Okay.
4: That would yeah. probably be your best. It's play. not the
3: Hard Rock
2: anymore,
1: but whatever they change that into. No, it's, it's the, the Virgin. Hard. Their pool is pretty cool. So the Hard Rock, really? Is like
4: the Mirage now. It's
2: like a little island. And, so uh, they have they have changed. When I was there in May, they hadn't switched it over yet, but I know they were about to.
4: Yeah, so they're building. They tore down where all the fountains were. I was just there about a week ago. They tore down where all the fountains were, and they're building their you know signature guitar oh, yeah. uh, hotel, like right there on the strip. But Jackson, if you're looking for those batchy parties, man, I'll tell you where you got to go is that Chandelier Lounge. Oh,
2: Cosmopolitan. Boston. That's a nice play, Tucker. This guy nice knows play? his stuff. That's a nice play.
4: I mean, that, they all go there and they're in their obnoxious costumes. They've just come from dinner, right? They're all looped up, they're all horny as hell. That's where you need to be, is in the, the Chandelier Lounge. I think and drinks right. are only like 22 bucks there for a cocktail. Yeah, which reasonable. is you know, it's actually not bad. Now so That's I know you're down, shooters. you're down you closer to downtown, but you're not gonna find that same talent downtown. You'll find you'll you'll get the, the Nashville bachelorette parties downtown. That's what you pick up down there, like the, Nothing wrong the with ones that. that are coming you get the ones that are coming from Omaha. Whereas if you go to the if you go out to Chandelier, a lot of times you're gonna get the the northwest, the Seattle's the L.A. Sales, the L.A. Bachelorette party. Right. That's really the primary difference between the two. That's I think
2: perfect. he's right on the chandelier bar. I think that actually is the play. Because right. then it's not a club. Yeah. You're not looking for the That's club right. thing. Right. Chandelier bar. I think Tucker's right on target. This guy knows what he's talking
3: do about. do wear a scarf. ascot.
4: Yeah, uh, I probably wouldn't. I probably wouldn't. Uh, you know, what seems to, to get the girls out in Vegas is one, tattoos. So maybe go and get, like, some of those good-looking temporaries and maybe have it just peeking out of the collar of your, you know, pique polo, just peek it out, right? So yeah. it looks like you're a little bit dangerous. That's old money. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't shy away from sunglasses either. I really, Inside? Really, I like that <laughs> move.
3: I, people I, I think, people call people douches for that. I think it's a great you move. Think I, is that what you're going to go with in Las Vegas? Uh, yeah, I might do that. I'd, I'd see, be careful. Page sporanic did it, so why can't I? The one thing
1: you have to be careful of, I know you guys got some per diem, but... Um, you go into these bars, and, you know, you order a couple beers and a cocktail. Next thing you know, you get your bill. It's like 190 bucks.
3: Yeah.
4: Certainly- yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm sure there'll be these bachelorette parties. are going to come from tons of money. They'll be hooking them up. Then once he gets in with them, and he's got his—I he's I mean, maybe like a toothpick in the mouth. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I like sunglasses. that with the
2: sunglasses, yeah. And like Cigarettes a, a glass, rolled up like in my sleeve. Like
4: a shirt like a button-down Guayabara short sleeve, something like that. I, got I that. think the gals just be – they'll be wanting to drink you at that point. They're going to want to drink you up.
3: Too. Long pants, too. Are long, you want a long pant? Always. When you go out, you can't wear shorts.
4: Yeah, like no. You know, Vegas ne- – Memphis is for shorts. Vegas is
3: for pants. Cut <laughs> off.
2: I believe that's a proper and <laughs> Tucker, uh, wonderful, wonderful to hear from you. Thank you for the stories of lesbianism at the Little League World Series. It's great talking to you, boys. Have a good one. There he is, uh, Tucker, uh, calling in uh, lesbianism at the League World Series. So I guess I'll have the family vacation there next year. And uh, the Chandelier Bar, actually, I don't know why I hadn't thought of it, but that is the correct answer. I have had many cocktails there, and it is a bachelorette party hotbed. And the bachelorette party is, from my standpoint, for you, if you are on a quest, and I'm not sure you're on a quest for the record. I'm calling. and I'm going to see what happens on the turn in the river. Uh, But if you are on a quest, Chandelier Bar is the place, no question, because that's the bachelorette party play. And the bachelorette party has the Randy single girl, sometimes the wedding party is looking for fun, and then you have a couple of ladies who have been married for a while, and they're not going to tell you, so you're not going to knowingly, you know, do what uh, Iggy sometimes will do.
3: Violate wedding vows.
2: Right. But they'll be violating the wedding vows, and they're looking to do so. Right. They're a little bored at home. The batteries on the Hitachi magic wand have have run out. Yeah. And they're looking for a 25-year-old HD2 guy.
3: Yeah. They've been and eating- a guy
2: who does an hour on uh, middays on 101 ESPN.
3: Right. Yeah. You know, they've been eating buffalo wings for 10 years. They want to try a little bit of barbecue. That's
2: right. And, and I got you coming to
3: play. Yeah. I got nothing wrong with that. And I'm you know what they choose to do with their lives is their business. Uh, so you're pro infidelity? No, 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 no. Oh. I'm pro exploration i'm pro is it the same thing well as long seems, as there's clear seems, messaging it seems
2: like you're trying to morally reason through what you're about to do Well, i'm not gonna
3: run up the flagpole but uh so is this it's not a club necessarily but more of like a
2: it's a glamorous las vegas bar with a huge chandelier and the chandelier is so large i think it's three levels of memory serves at the cosmopolitan
3: i am a big fan of a, a nice yeah, chandelier? i sure. truly, yeah. And I, I really want to go see the uh, fountains at the Bellagio.
2: I don't think that's going to do much for you. I think it's kind of boring after the first two minutes.
3: Well, I'll get my Ocean's 11 on.
2: Nice. Yeah, yeah. maybe it
3: is 1%. <laughs> uh, KG in O Town, how do you feel about
2: uh, the chandelier bar? I think Tucker might have pointed you boys in the right direction. I
3: think that's a strong play. Yeah, I, I like do. where his head's at.
2: Yeah. Because unless you guys are willing to, like, dabble in the narcotics thing, and maybe you are, and hey, I, 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 it doesn't impact me one I'll way or keep the other. i in
0: contact.
2: Yeah, I mean, plow will have your outlets. That's more what you're going to get when you're at the, mm-hmm. you know, right. excesses and... towel. I guess that that's where we had the uh, the Division One soccer program from the Pac-12 with the uh, girl who... Uh, Pleasured herself in the corner while the bride and the maid of honor engaged in the less popular M F F with my buddy, yeah, and then she broke in, and sat in the corner and played Hey Diddle Diddle, That's which was alarming to him. Yeah. I would have focused on the fact, because I recall seeing the bride and the maid of honor, a that they were engaging in, in lesbianism, candidly surprising but wonderful, and B beautiful women, and so 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 what you have a. You have a husky gal in the corner pleasuring herself. So what? I say. I've, 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 I've had a guy in my <laughs> slide into my office chair and beat off, and I and I carried on. You know.
3: <laughs> yeah, I I think I honestly would welcome that situation.
2: You would like you'd like a husky gal pleasuring herself in the corner.
3: If I was engaging in the less popular, right. yeah, I would open, I'd be open to anybody, really. What if it
2: was KG and O-Town?
3: Walked in. You look
2: over there, and it was kind of like Charlie Murphy in the well, Chappelle Show Real World, where what's... he's watching Chad and his girlfriend.
3: Like, what's he doing? Like, Pleasuring himself.
2: Got my phone out recording.
1: What's yeah, the uh, hooker sitch no. at uh, the chandelier, you think?
3: that <laughs> off. You're asking me. <laughs> no, <laughs> I've Jim. i never been to
2: the... Jim said he's been there. I have been there many times. Actually, I'm kind of surprised we didn't go there... Uh, but like I said, we went to bed like at ten o'clock when we were there in Memorial Day. That's midnight Central Time, though. I want that on the record. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Because you're gonna have that situation. The hookers. Where... The hookers come out at like one, and then they sit at the hotel bars. Depending and on then the convention, isn't and, and they play a lot of video poker. <laughs> mm, that's all. video P. Video P. It's really awesome. Well, the they're just killing time. With and then friends. sometimes they're so well known to the bar staff and security that they have to chase them off, <laughs> like I do with flies in the house. <laughs> and, you know, and, you, and you'll know, you be able to spot them, assuming you boys are out. I don't know what the situation is. I mean, all hotels have them. It's not like one hotel's like, we're pro hooker. They're just, they just roll in.
3: Right.
2: Like I said, though. I don't know about the whole thing with digitally stimulating a hooker yeah, and in a 24-7 greasy spoon, but my buddy was into it. And, again, we don't kink shame here. Maybe on Balloon Party I'd mock that, but not on this show.
3: No. I, I'd be really interested to know if he paid anything there because if he did, I'd really feel bad for him. That's a bad beat if you're only going to go one yeah, side of the party. Yeah, I mean, what a
2: strange deal. Now she was, I, can, I can Sometimes they
1: waste across. your time. They sit there at the bar and they talk to you they're very sexy they're dirty talk they get a couple of drinks let's go up to your room you get up the room and then they start talking price why don't you just tell me down at the bar you wasted time there
3: you've been to vegas a lot of what would be your suggestion
2: like what would be your sounds like a first-hand account i have to tell you
1: No, i'm I mean, picking up a read no a buddy of mine
3: did right. came he came back he came back the text said, name of buddy of he mine. came a buddy named ken he came back
1: and said she's a hooker I said, well, you didn't know that off the bat. I thought you were going to go and pay her. I said, no, I didn't know she was the hooker. I thought she wanted me. Yeah, it's a gorgeous girl in a dress is going to sit there and chat you up at the bar. Um, Text me and I'll talk dirty to you. No, I'm more laid back when I go. I like I like kind of like, uh, I mean, we had a chance to go to many, many bars uh, when Biff and I were down in the last couple of years. I just like hanging at the Circle Bar. You know, it's kind of. It's no I, longer there. Yeah. It's a nice little bar and. Always people there, and you weren't elbow to elbow, and you make a turn, and you knock into nine people. It's, you know, one it's stuffy. It's out in the
2: open. So it just depends what you're looking for. I mean, there's going to be girls everywhere, so.
3: There's going to be a lot of bachelor rep parties on a Thursday.
2: I think you'll probably start seeing some on Thursday. Friday's going to be a big night for you. Yeah, that's. that's you don't yeah. have to get up and do the show.
3: Got to get up and fly home.
2: What time uh, is the wake-up call?
3: Uh, probably in the 5 region, because I got to. 7 Central. Yeah, it's a 7 o'clock flight, 7.30, I think, back to St. Louis, or 7.10 or something, back to St. Louis. So early wake up every single day I'm out there. So,
2: Tim, where do you find the beefy goaltenders who fiddle themselves in the corner? Love seat. That's from the birthday hawk. Uh, this was a group of lasses who played soccer, uh, Pac-12 University, bachelorette party. Buddy of mine, the governor, They just won like 65000 in the World Series of Poker main you event. You find- uh, no, different governor. A lot of governors. Mm-hmm. And so we flew out there, met him. We're at Tau. This is 2007, so I don't know if Tao's still around. And, uh, I think it is. I don't really. Look I at that. Going strong. People
3: I know go out there. I see pictures from there. And so
2: my compadre did a standard move, which is he found the bachelorette party on the line. These are some very nice ones, but they did have one who was a little, probably didn't play. Maybe mm-hmm. she had a knee injury. I don't know. Right. Either way, wasn't burning calories at the same rate. But she did burn calories around 4 in the morning when she played Hey Diddle Diddle. And it and it caught my compadre off guard. And, yeah, maybe for a second I'd go, oh, wow, look what's doing over there. But then I'd go back to you. Two beautiful lasses. I think one was a forward and one was a midfielder. Mm-hmm. But one also was the bride and one was the maid of honor. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah, how about that? Wow. I mean, isn't that a whole thing?
3: Uh, you'd have to think.
2: And I remember the next morning we were having... Breakfast or lunch or whatever the hell we were at mr. Lucky's different time than when my buddy had digitally stimulated the prostitute in the no. booth different booth, Hopefully I think. different booth. I think yeah. it was a different booth. <laughs> but it was four years apart And he goes, you know what? I don't really feel bad about it at all And I said I I don't feel bad about you what I what I feel bad about is here's a gentleman who's about to Take this lady's hand and she was engaging with you and then the girl who's gonna give the witty little speech right after the ceremony
3: it's a real moral quagmire, but at the end of the day, the onus isn't on your friend. Not, it's not, Jackson, nor will it be on you. Sure, but it's still—and to be fair to the bride in question, maybe there was a hall pass given saying, hey, it's our last time before we're going to be together oh, forever. No. Those
0: are fake. <laughs> Those, they're, they're no couples are giving hall passes. The one giving the hall pass has already cheated on their significant other. Oh, and it's now, a guilt pass? Oh, 100%. It's not—it's not—, it's not I'm comfortable in our relationship. You can go cheat. It's, well, I just cheated two months ago. Now I feel like it's obligation that he get to as well. More so debit, gonna, less credit. I'm going to paint it as a a hall pass when really it's just like I'm guilty.
1: Tim, how disappointed in uh, Rick would you be hmm. if he comes back from Vegas and you say, so what was the highlight of the trip? Uh, Thursday night we went over to
2: Luxor and saw Carrot Top. Oh, he would never do it. It's not even in the range of outcomes.
3: Yeah, because I have to pay for that ticket. I have no interest in seeing. I don't even know if the up.
2: Luxor is still there. I feel like that's I one that'll I be should. going away soon. No, I I've
3: it's stayed there. at it. Still there. Pretty
2: yeah. nice.
0: <laughs> High end. <laughs> <laughs> it must be. Well, it's cheap, and that's how they get you. It's uh, cheap sure. as hell. Yeah. It was just a... Uh, it's location-wise. I don't know if it's as... It's, like It's it, right to the uh, the south of Mandalay Bay. If yeah, the concerned. location is not ideal. That's Right across
2: from the Death Star, though, Jackson, if you want to go out there and see... Uh, yeah,
3: less interesting.
2: I want to see the, the Garoppolo.
3: I want to see the sphere, that's for sure. But I hear the line to see that is like three hours long, so maybe I'll just see it from a distance.
1: That was just a hypothetical. If you did I mean, something like that and that was the highlight, you went and saw Wayne Newton over at the <laughs> yeah, Caesars or something. Odd.
3: But, like, there's an v- extremely high possibility that I come back with no titillating stories and stuff like that. Like, just prepare. Don't be like, oh, Jackson, when I come back and I haven't bet at a b- wedding party.
2: Guys, didn't Plowsy give a hall pass to an old girlfriend when she could go to a military base? That's from Mr. I don't think it was a hall pass, but you tell me, Plowhawk.
0: No, it's just, I, I rolled with this army base joke. She hung out with one of her friends who was in the army and she was on leave and Then all of a sudden she's at an army barracks just (laughs) getting plied (laughs) Whatever. It was, it was easier to ignore it, honestly, than it both was. Of,
1: both of, of us moment. have lost girls to Army bases.
0: <laughs> uh, uh, yours definitely... Well, yours is a Naval base, Wasn't it a whole weekend? Oh, it was a whole came trip. Back, yeah, the, she whole came trip. back like the last day. After
1: the first night she got there, we hung at the pool with all my mates and... Mates. <laughs> all my mates. Went up to bed, and after like two seconds, I got a yeast infection. Oh, oh, oh so on. hot. Yeah, and then the next day, she's on the beach and at the Naval base. You
3: came know those for, Army came guys. Came back for her
1: luggage and... That was it.
0: And you
3: flew her out there?
2: Yeah, well, she's yeah, she's a stripper. What do you expect? Ah, young Jackson. My advice, and let me be clear, this comes from a friend of mine who theoretically went to Brown. Let's just call him Schmen Schrode. <laughs> Likes to chat up hookers at bars that are no longer there. <laughs> I like to talk dirty to them and give them the idea I have money. And then what I like to do is turn the heat up by telling them I have to ask my very dumb father for my allowance before I can afford their services. Thanks. That comes from a friend of mine.
3: Well, I've never been with a hooker, so. <laughs> never once. No. 500 and all done gratis. Yeah, never been with a hooker. Huh? I've dated some... Strippers. <laughs> Hulkers, yeah, because that, that would be... I feel like that's a no, contradiction.
1: I mean, contradiction. stripper, I mean, yeah, I'm sure they're dabbling.
3: No, but that's different. <laughs> that's but, not know. fair to the stripper community. No, it's not. And we like to be... We are a... Pro stripper uh, Advocates yeah. for strippers in no, and and around were, the same were, area.
2: I
1: got lucky because the two that I dated were normal. They weren't, like, strung out on drugs or, you know.
0: Oh, they're early <laughs> into their hooker days.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, we'd take it off work, go home, they were normal. we Go out to the zoo and do stuff during the day. And,
0: you take know, like a stripper she to the, the zoo. Who wants to yeah. be the zoo visiting well, stripper in the I'm just saying
1: normal girlfriend. They weren't like up at eight o'clock doing rails and. You know, they'd get done with work. They know it's a lot of money and they're done.
0: I mean, if I'm a stripper, I'm going to be incoherent 90% of my day. <laughs> no way I want to talk to. Jimmy the salesman who's like 50 on a Tuesday afternoon. I'm definitely doing <laughs> drugs. I am, I'm more concerned if the strippers are sober. I won't and be if, they are when, if they're strung out, because then I kind of understand. Well, they I don't cost, get They cost
1: stripper. themselves money, though, because when we'd go in, they would always hang out at our table. And I said, you don't have to do that. I know you're trying to make money. I mean, you can go do some lap dances. You're not going to bother me. She goes, ah, these old men. I said, well, I just make my money on the pole. Guys,
2: this just happened on your show. I've never paid a hooker, but I've dated them. That came from Ken. No, I said I dated strippers,
0: who are in theory like hired hookers, right? Yeah, just no. Depending sex. on the strip club. Like.
2: Uh, Loomster says I remember Jennings telling a pretty enthralling Iggy with a hooker story. No, <laughs> <that> <laughs> was he
1: had to pay. Was that
0: that was. You like, had so? to go to the ATM that like after hours.
1: If you listen to the story. That was a, we were in a we were in a strip club. And I got drunk, and I was one of the fools that, like all these guys, think because she talked to you and sat at your table and <laughs> sat on your lap five times and she likes you. No, we're going to breakfast. She'll be here.
2: The zoo? You take strippers to the zoo? How old were they? That's from
3: Chairman Steve in Wildwood. What do you care?
1: What, you never been to the zoo? Is <laughs> was a certain age before you go to the zoo?
3: I just, I find that to be a funny conversation, <laughs> like you're in Washington Park going to a strip club, and then seven hours later, you're in Forest Park looking at the giraffes. Well,
1: I mean, I was dating her, so it's not like, you no, know, that's fair. We, just, we just left the strip club and went yeah. home and she left. No, and I took, a, I took one of them to the zoo one time, the Philippine girl I was dating. She was Philippine. a stripper. God, she was
3: gorgeous. Um,
1: hell, we went to the zoo one day.
3: This is park. awesome. Yeah. Don't go
0: to
1: that
3: penguin area. It smells so bad. Yeah, I, I'm going to tell you right now, I won't be going to any strip clubs in Las Vegas.
2: I love hearing you say that. Wow, there it is. A declaration in advance. Fun to hear.
3: This is not my scene. It's not my scene. I'm not a strip club guy. I went to one in Springfield,
0: Illinois, deja vu, on not my a birthday. D D Dub picked me up from junior college and brought me there. <laughs> It was so bad. (laughs) And I'm glad my first experience was so bad that you could just eliminate that going forward. The thing
2: is, is that for a period of time in St. Louis, and I think a number of you, Jackson, you can't speak to this, and Iggy, I think it probably predates you. So you got to be in that 30-something, 40-something range. At around 2.30 in the morning when bars were closing, if you wanted to keep going, not because you were doing junk, but just you wanted to keep having booze, The place to go, if you were downtown in particular, but I sometimes would come from Clayton and go, was to go to the stag bar. So it was not necessarily like I'm going to the stag bar and hoping to get dry humped. It was the place to continue your evening of cocktails. And then you would leave. With uh, one of those delicious burgers that were barbecued in the parking lot. And two of them are still there. <laughs> if you don't want to go to strip clubs in side, Oz is still there. And, uh, Jackson Oz is there if you
1: want to Where we right? would always go, and Pops is open until all night, I guess. P O P S P O P S Pops Pops Pops. And there's a couple of gay bars that are open. so. And there's that, too, if you want to try that. That's where we'd go, Faces.
3: Yeah, there's a couple bars close nice to me drink that specials. are open until 3 a.m. and I don't, I can't drink much after 3 a.m. That's about, that's about time to shut down for me. That's
2: well, gonna be 1 a.m. in Las
3: Vegas. Just you know, you, know, you got to keep yeah, this in mind. Right? Yeah, my body will be thinking one way. Yeah, I mean, trust me, I'll be having booze and I'll be chilling, but uh, I don't think I'll be heading to the strip club just because this is not my scene. And also, like that money could be spent elsewhere, like on alcohol.
2: I met a stripper at the Hustler Club and then I took her to Chuck E. Cheese for a nice lunch. That's from Angel of the morning after.
3: Good for you. <laughs> now let's say I go on a real hot streak in blackjack. Like I run it out. And what would that be? Like let's say I bring $250 to the table.
2: But mm, well, this is so unrelatable.
3: Yeah. Right? <laughs> this is something people can't fathom. Uh, I take $250 to the table and I leave with 1250.
2: Okay, so you've you've netted a thousand. This is wonderful.
3: Now you go You go a strip club then? Go get a hooker. No, not a strip club or a hooker. But I just feel like I'll have that that will be like the the, the fuel I need and the self confidence flies through the roof, and then I'm buying drinks. And I turn it Look at into, you
2: all of a sudden. Look at I this turn guy. Into the chairman of the board. Liquid that's, Rick. Yeah. That's,
3: Liquid <laughs> Rick. Because that's found money. <laughs> that's, you got parlay. So it. now you're going to go to the Stag Bar? Right. Well, then, well, I take half of that and put that on the zoo over. And just take nice, care of that. Good. Take care of that. And take the other half, and I parlay that into a wonderful evening. Are you and then turn this point, into. 500 ain't
1: going to get you very far. National Lampoon Vacation.
3: Vegas vacation. It's a half hour. Nick Papa Georgia. Yeah. Slide whistles. Well, let's say I create a game. Hoover Dam. Oh, Should, being go Nick... to Hoover da- Should I go to the Hoover Dam? You wanted me to go see the mole people,
1: so I don't know. Well, that would be content. Just like I want you to go see Heidi, and she'll tell you how to spot a hook or so. <laughs> like, am I doing a news package there? No, you can have some fun with
2: that.
0: Go to the mall, head up to Cartier. Just, Air just store. make fun of them. <laughs>
3: Get some glasses Don't like either. Joe Burrow. Why are you living
2: down here, <laughs> the whole
0: people?
3: Yeah,
2: it's a, it's a, that's the starter question. Right. Uh, yeah. I'm just imagining Ken trying to let a monkey lick an ice cream cone over a rail while his $10 hooker, <laughs> inexplicably, is taken on a date. Is smoking a Marlboro behind him, working on booking that night's appointments, That's some Carlos spicy waiter confused by the hooker at the zoo story.
1: <laughs> well, it was just a normal afternoon. My point is that hookers are just people.
3: <laughs> Clip that off. Or hookers strip, strippers
1: are just oh. people. No, hookers too.
3: Actually, I would love to have been the fly in the wall. It's not
1: like or... We're getting up in the morning and she's gets a shot at Jack Daniels starts stripping for me for money. I mean, no. geez,
5: well, I
0: she's also, a normal girl. I also think the days of strip, like people stripping to pay their college debt is out. Oh, like, no, usually, I saw it in Columbia. I, can tell you I, I feel like if time. you're stripping, you're, you're in it to win it, and you have no other option there?
3: No, there was the awkward moment. When we said so at the fraternity, we would always, for one night before uh, the young ones, the pledges would start, we would all go to the strip club. Well, right Club Vogue. That's exactly where we went, Tim. And I uh, I saw a girl stripping, and then the next day I saw her in, in microeconomics. And that was, uh, you know, it was fun. I was like, good for you. Go off, queen. Go off, Queen. Get your That's breath. That's what you said. I need Doug here. To I think Gentle was. Did she a, fail? I feel like I'm not closing the circuit. Gentle was <laughs> going to college, I think.
0: Yeah. Yeah, this but is I don't July. know if. I, I
3: don't think Biff knows what he's doing. You no, know, she stopped
1: stripping. <laughs> all she does if she lived off Biff. Yeah, I don't
0: yeah think I'm you say, need she to. found what the nest egg is finding the guys like Biff, you know. Jackson, you get
2: your ass to a stag bar and find yourself a nice girlfriend like <laughs> Orange Sherbert. Sherbert did. That's from Mr. Siders. What's
3: the Las Vegas Zoo situation looking like? I feel like inside the casinos, there's, like, quasi Those
2: Vegas strippers aren't going to a zoo. Tim, you're right. Once 3 a.m. hit at the Dublin, the decision was go to the casino or go to the strip club. That's from Big Hoss. Yeah, that's the deal. Is that is that the case for you, your 25-year-old peers? It's 3 a.m., and are you boys, uh, you, oatmeal, herb? Right. Are you going, let's go to the stag bar?
3: No.
2: I mean, that was just, that was like the odd, it wasn't even a thing. And women would go, but it's not like they're, like, going, oh, we want to go engage in... By curiosity, it's just where you went to keep drinking. The place was packed. Sure. You would see, you know, at that time, you'd see members of the Blues, the Rams, it, but it wasn't like, oh, my God, they're at the strip bar. Nobody really cared anyway, but it was just a place to drink late.
3: Yeah, we don't, we did do not do that. No, if it's like, you know, we're drinking, it's like, we want to keep drinking, it's like, bars are closing at one. I mean, Nick's Pub's down the road. Then it's
2: Nick's open, P. And it's open until 3 oh, a.m.,
3: and, and that's right by my apartment, so that would more likely be the play. I mean, Ubers, Ubers aren't cheap these days. So,
1: let me ask you guys something. I'll take your question. And this is for the whole day. Would you find it awkward if you were in this situation? When I got back from Bermuda, I was just bored, um, so I wanted to do something. So I went to work at the Pasta House in the Central West End. One of these waiters had a girlfriend that would come and meet us every night and have cocktails. She was probably five three, maybe weighed. 100 pounds if that 90 pounds but probably a 38 double d and they were real and she was the cutest thing you've ever seen and i was just enamored with this girl and every night we go oh, we're going to meet here we're going to meet here and it's not like she was hitting on me or flirting it's just she was gorgeous and one night he said i haven't told anybody this but she works over at uh, pts really i just went over the one night just to see her naked Wow. And he was, was there. Is there a
2: question for us? Yeah, I like And he was, 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 like... was there
1: and he saw, I didn't say <laughs> let's there. go I, see her. Did your... you... <laughs> I didn't like say like hey. Got horny I didn't say hey let's go see your girlfriend. All of a sudden. But when I found that out, I said, I just gotta go over there when I didn't see her. And I did, and he was there, I didn't know it, and he comes up to the bar, he says, Eggs. Hey I said, Oh I'm sorry, I didn't know she was working. I just she goes, Yeah, come over, we'll sit at her stage. And I had partied with this girl for like a month. And now I'm sitting there watching her spread eagle in front of me. Do I give her a dollar? I felt weird actually sitting with him looking at her. It's kind of like an MMF. Yeah, but not that. It's just that, you know, I partied with the girl with all of her clothes on, and all of a sudden I showed up just to see her naked. And the boyfriend's there, and he invites me to the stage. And now I'm, like, putting a dollar between her boobs. After, like, two days earlier, we were having cocktails
2: talking about whatever.
3: Cardinals 40, man. Uh, so I, I, I actually was
2: a little awkward. Uh, uh, Caller Ellen summarizing with three words what the Jackson you can see the text inbox oh, is moving it. very quick. It's like a Vegas slot machine. <laughs> uh, says nice story Ken, but Sorry prude. That's like a curt. that
0: ah! I mean, is a
3: prude if you're gonna ah! you're making
2: fun of me
1: just going to a a strip bar?
3: There's a moment like that in Curb Your Enthusiasm. <laughs> Richard Lewis's girlfriend was dancing burlesque. (laughs) That's correct. That did happen. (laughs) uh, Wow,
2: great story. Sorry, hijacking disguises. A question to the dais, uh, you sun ripened possum. That's from Colts beat writer Brian Henshin. It's good to know you were just as creepy then as you are now. That's from Chairman Steve. So, you do find it creepy. That was my question. (laughs) Yeah, I don't feel like I ever got the question. Did we get would the question?
1: You, if you were in my position, question. would that would you been awkward or say no? I don't care. I'm gonna go to the stage and see her. I felt awkward sitting at the stage with her boyfriend. Oh, I do not
2: I never heard the question. Would I heard you, the
1: anecdote. Well, that was the question. Would you? I felt weird. I felt weird. I would, would feel you? weird. Or would you feel? I don't care. I want to see her. That's great. No, you know, I felt weird giving her a dollar. Yeah,
3: I'd feel. I mean, I wow. I don't <laughs> One know. One single <laughs> dollar. I just wanted
1: to see her naked and see what her boobs look like. And now Can I'm at the stage giving her sliding dollars sliding with her boyfriend. <laughs>
3: Crossed
0: dollar right on And stage. nothing happened. They
1: yep. weren't they weren't swingers or anything, so.
2: If I had a daughter, I would want her to be with Jackson. And that is why he won't get laid in Las Vegas. And I like that about him. That's from Chairman Steven Wildwood. So that's a compliment.
3: Slightly backhanded, but uh, I appreciate it. But I think it.
2: it's sincere. I think he's coming from to... Yeah, I mean, I'm not... I understand. I understand where he's coming from.
3: I see that. I'm admittedly not a one-night stand kind of guy.
2: Not I'm... an anal guy either.
3: Yeah, it's, yeah, it's my two pillars, uh... <laughs> Core values. It's my third, of course. Yeah, <laughs> and going two and fourteen with the offensive rookie of the year. But I would say that I'm not a one night stand kind of guy. So trips like these aren't really my bailiwick. Mm-hmm. And that's maybe something that I should open my mind more to and be more uh, transparent. Won't be the right word, but just kind of be more open to the idea of it. It's just not something I know I've had success with. And the only times I've had one night stands were in college.
2: I just feel like you're going to get some libations in you. Certainly. And then there's going to be a bachelorette party, and then away we go. You're going to be like, I'm in Las Vegas. I'm feeling the energy. Yeah. First time, too. Right.
3: I'm going to go out there and I'll All the the lights.
2: All of the lights. Right.
3: All of the lights. All of the lights. Shout out to Queen uh, Bad Girl Riri for her second child. But uh, I would say that I just don't think that... I, I, you know, you're right. I will feel the energy, and maybe...
2: KJ O-Town's going gonna to pull you through it. That's what's going to happen.
3: I hope so. He's my guy.
2: I usually rock with my boy Iggy, but that story slash non-question was trash B. That's a man-child, yeah. 79. It, it wasn't meant to be
1: a story. It was meant to be a question. Would you feel awkward if you were sitting at a stage with a girl you've been partying with, with her and her boyfriend, and you work with the guy for a month, and all of a sudden you're sitting there, spread eagle, <laughs> asking for a dollar? I look at, well, I'm supposed to look at the guy that's beautiful no it's
3: yeah it, I, I, I agree it's awkward no I totally agree that was a question
1: it wasn't I was showing off that I saw a naked girl I just wouldn't have gone <laughs> I, wouldn't,
3: I wouldn't have shown that's up that's how
1: most of you are thinking God I'd be if I get to see a naked girl I'd been sweating
2: guys this was just said on your show Tim what was the question again <laughs> the question is I felt weird perfect that's from Scooter would you feel weird that's
4: a question
2: it was a question <laughs> thanks buddy <laughs> You can give your thoughts, as many of you are doing on your own, Three one four eight eight one tma 5 EDF group text inbox, get involved, be a friend of the feather, call in uh, like Tucker did. And uh, you can do so, 636-9004. Can't win on this show.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you can't. E-mail I agree. The can't. morning
2: after at InsideSTL.com. I'm going ask the sponsor of the 7 o'clock hour. And yeah, it's 8.05, but we're still in it. Uh, it's Munganess, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota. Say, are you in the market for a new car? Great. Go shopping right now. St. dot AltonToyota.com. Do you need to get a, uh, your car fixed? And you're like, well, I didn't get my car from Munganess. That doesn't matter. Doesn't matter, Jack. You just go. Then you can get it taken care of with Jamie Burkhardt. You can get it taken care of Clayton Patterson, Peter Munganas.
1: Curtis Hall took his car out there. He didn't buy it there. He took it there. He was having all kinds of trouble finding somebody to fix it. He came out to, my, came out to my signing day when I was selling cars. He talked to uh, Clayton. He said, get it in here.
2: Boom, took care of it. Just like that. That's what they do. It's Munganas, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota, the official automotive provider of TMA and the Tim McKernan Show podcast, also the presenting sponsor of Balloon Party. It's Ass St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota. And here's a secret number if you want to call or text and have any questions. 314-252-0029. That's Munginass, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota. I was going to go yesterday, but then I went outside and I go, oh, my God, but family golf, I still think I might try to do it today. I don't know. Jackson, we got a sales meeting, 1130, am I correct? 1030, (laughs) Peak heat. Uh, Oh, my God. I I just, I don't know. I feel like I can handle it, but God almighty, it was rough yesterday. But either way, Family Golf and Learning Center is the place to go. And the thing is, you're going, well, hey, they got a simulator indoors. That's right. They have two of them, as a matter of fact. So even if you're feeling like it's too hot to get work in outside, uh I find that the best place to really dial in a swing is a simulator to get that data. Personally, that's what I find. They have a double-decker driving range. They have a PAR 3 golf course, which I play with my five-year-old. Uh they have lunch and dinner on the terrace in the wonderful patio of the back nine bar and grill. Host events, that place is outstanding. Love that place. Good people working there, great instructors. Uh, they have club fitting for those of you who are looking to get new clubs. They make St. Louis better at golf. Learn, practice, play your best golf at Family Golf and Learning Center. It's familygolfonline.com. That's Family Golf and Learning Center. Send your emails in for our designer heating, and cooling email today, the morning after at InsideSTL.com. And you are also welcome to text in or call in. Is Larry Nickel
3: on the line? I know he's trying. He just texted me. I'm trying to call in, but no one's answering. The KG, I, trust me, I've been in that spot a thousand times. I got you. Next time it rings, I got him. Yeah, nice. I told him to try the game. All right, so Larry Nickel
2: Need it. Uh, let's see what we got. Uh, Rick and KG in 36 hours, and it's a shot of Vince Vaughn and John Favreau at the $5 bet table at Blackjack. That's what... That's what...
3: I love that movie, and I, I think that... Uh, Favreau ends up a uh, winner at the end, so you can call me Favreau all you want.
2: Yeah, uh, they did wind up going to a mobile home in the desert, and and Vince Vaughn was engaging in, in coitus. Unfortunately, John Favreau (spoiler alert) uh, kept trying to call his voicemail, right? And, and and track down his his ex-girlfriend. And I don't know if that would be either one of you. I don't believe you have. Uh,
3: no, no. But that he situation. but he ends up with Heather Graham at the end, doesn't he?
2: Uh yes. Lorraine. That's,
3: is there a bigger W in the world than...
2: Most underrated rack in Hollywood. Uh are you doing a top ten or is uh, there a
3: respect no, to just, number one? you know.
1: She's <laughs> shown she them a few times in there. Uh, not just in Boogie Nights. She did another one where she was full frontal. Nice.
3: She was great in The Hangover, too. And then Sarah Sash- She played a stripper or a hooker. Yeah, stripper? and then Sarah Sashi.
1: Remember her? It- Sarah Sashi. or Sarah Sahashi. Sarah Sahashi. Sarah Sahashi. She had a... He had a bit part in uh, Sopranos when Tony went out to Vegas to see her.
4: Oh,
3: she was great in that. Yeah. When he took pe- peyote.
1: Yeah, she's in a new movie or a new TV series on, uh, I think, Showtime called... Outlander. Sex, sex Live, Sex Live. Sex, sex Lives of lives. College Girls? No, it's just Sex Slash Life. Yep, that's the one. And uh, she gets naked a bunch. Huh. Mm. Kind of boring, though.
3: Well, that's out there. But I was just saying, like, if if I'm Favreau in the situation, and I can end up with Heather Graham. Count me in. Oh, yeah. And like mid 90s Heather Graham too, even though she still looks great. Cute you as know. a button. Yeah. This this show's dedicated to Heather Graham. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I want to. De- I'm actually dedicating my entire trip to Heather Graham. Oh my gosh.
2: Yeah. Looks like you're a man looking out there for love in Las Vegas.
3: I'm always looking for love, Tim. That's kind of. <laughs> I'm a. I, like, would you
2: like to be married within the next couple of years?
3: Five to six, seven, eight. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say. Or well, I mean, least, now we're going
2: to thirty-three.
3: Yeah, that would be like, in the next five years. Yes, I would like. I would like to be married. Yeah. God will, bless. Hey, will you be my mom?
1: Excuse me. That's from Boogie Nights. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. Doing all the coke
3: and. Julianna Moore doing coke at like two, like doing just heaps of it at two I mean, p.m. Her eyes just.
1: Will you be my mom? <laughs> yeah.
3: She never took the skates off. I hope she would take the skates off. You catch a
2: what an odd behavior to have an 80-year-old routinely derail the show to bring up actresses who've been nude. It's so freaking weird. That's from Susie Cream Cheese.
3: It is shades of uh, He's crestfallen. <laughs> it's, it is shades of uh, knocked up when they try making Mr. Skin, but Mr. Skin already exists.
1: Yeah, and, and half the listeners now are on Google typing in, Heather Graham naked. Oh, you
3: yeah. think so? Oh, yeah. Why? Well, they probably all seem Boogie Night. I give I'd you this
1: advice you bitch about it, but you're all Googling to see what movie she was naked in <laughs> now. Uh, Chairman Stephen Wildwood
2: says, I would love to take Heather Graham to the zoo. So.
3: <laughs> I would, too. Well, she no i take Heather Graham
2: anywhere. <laughs> uh, Scott's Wrinkled Ball sack, not his wife, says, I'm going to need a QFTA sooner than later. Thanks, boys. Did you post the one from yesterday? Yeah. Yeah, we just posted a brand new one. We did one yesterday. Uh, Scott's wrinkled ballsack, not your wife. And I also see he sent in a text about ten minutes ago. It says, "I've had some good times at the strip clubs. Been to them with and without the wife. Seen some things I can't unsee. The dancing ladies enjoy giving good-looking ladies the attention that most men in great sweatpants sitting in the corner yearn for." That's from Scott's wrinkled ballsack. I can confirm that and that was the reason why I was intrigued by the stag bars back in the day because everything for me goes back to the pursuit of lesbianism, which Tucker found at the Little League World Series. Uh, Larry Nichol is with us here on the Ryan Kelly morning after to give a WWE recap. Good morning, Larry. Good
5: morning, guys. What's up?
2: I don't hear a TV show in the background today. Uh,
5: The volume has been turned down. I just heard that. I
2: just heard a little bit. Is that Brooke Burns again? Yes. Oh, I like your routine. Uh, Larry, what happened last night on the presentation?
5: Uh, it was supposed to be a tag team main event match between the undisputed tag champs, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens and Dan Priest and Finn Balor. Mm. But Kevin Owens got his team disqualified for using a foreign object, <laughs> a.k.a. the Money in the Bank briefcase. Uh. And then all heck broke loose. And then Cody Rhodes came out. So they changed it from a tag team match to a six-man tag team match, which was run by the United Tag Champs and Cody Rhodes. Six-team tag team? Nice,
3: nice, nice six and man, nice. Six-man tag team. Six-man, okay. I thought there was six group, six pairings. That would be tough to track. That would be. No, there's
5: was a six-man, which is three men on each side. No, I get that. Three on three.
1: Is Trish Stratus on the show last night?
5: Yeah, she was on the show last night, and we found out that we from this coming Saturday is going to be the rematch again between Trish Stratus and Becky Lynch at the premium Live event, a.k.a. PLU payback. But this time it's going to be inside a 15-foot high steel cage.
2: Nice. That'll be fun. Uh, Larry, I got this from Juan from PP Corp. He operates Tiffany Smooth's OnlyFans account. Uh, and he says, I bet Larry won't talk about how AEW eclipsed eighty thousand tickets sold for its UK debut at Wembley this Sunday.
3: Eighty K at Wembley? That's crazy. Uh,
5: I hate to say it but AEW's ticket sales got eclipsed by WrestleMania forties ticket sales. The first day went on sale on Friday. So you're more of a
2: WWE guy than AEW.
5: I know. I should be an AEW guy, too. But I'm working during the time that's on. So I'm not even going to watch it.
2: No, okay. that makes yeah. sense. Do
5: you have the top five countries in the world? Yes, I do. But before I do that, I like to plug the of that I'm doing in October.
2: All right. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Larry, you do this every uh, year, if I'm not mistaken, don't you?
5: I've been doing it since 2011. That's what I thought. And I didn't post it on my Facebook page. A page of a way for people to donate. So people who are friends with me on Facebook can go to, that, go to that link and click and donate. But for those of you who are not friends with me on Facebook.
2: All of those of you who are not working in local television.
5: By the way, where's Doug, by the way?
2: Doug <laughs> is off today. He, uh, he will be back tomorrow. It's just a one-day deal. It's not a vacation. He just had to take today off. He, he let us know about that last week. So we're to, able to get KG and Town in.
5: Yeah. Hello, KG and Town.
3: Hi, Larry. Great nice. to hear from you, buddy.
5: Stay here, but anyway, go yes. to Lovely. autismspeedswalk.org and search Larry Nickel. and you can donate on the actual website.
3: That's awesome. Sick. God
2: bless, Larry. Amen. Uh, Larry, do you have the top five countries at your disposal? Is a big one.
5: Yes, I do. Now I can do the top five countries. Number five will be the Isle England. Oh. Mm. Number four will be Indonesia. Right. Number three Excellent. will be Greenland. Hmm. Such a diverse, list. populous country. Number two, Canada. Number one
2: United States of America. Yes, 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 yes. Larry, God bless you, and uh, God bless these United States of America. God bless America. There he is, Larry Nickel, with a WWE recap. Uh, I'm looking at the fun with audio. I haven't listened, but did Mike Francesco go on Barstool yesterday? He did. He
3: was at the Barstool studio yesterday.
2: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. i got to go back and watch that. Well, we have some clips from that. Is it good?
3: Yeah, it's a way different dynamic than I would say we're so used to on the Francesa clips because they used to just be him babbling. Who who interviewed him? Portally? Uh, No, KFC. KFC. And Feidelberg leading the interview. And, like, these are guys – KFC certainly is, like, a New York sports guy for a long time. So to, like, hear him talk – it's, like, obviously someone he admires – and so Frances is much more gregarious. Really? And I, it's, yeah. I, so it's an interesting dynamic, I would say. I am
2: say. Uh, looking uh, forward to that. Uh, some good fun with audio coming your way in the 8 o'clock hour. We close at the S St. Louis, Accur, and Alton Toyota, 7 o'clock hour. This is the Ryan Kelly Morning After from the Live from Studios.